Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Jason Weisenthal with me. Jason is the CEO of Wall Monkeys. Wall Monkeys prints custom wall graphics with the world's largest collection of print on demand wall graphics. Welcome. Hey, George. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, Jason. Uh, you started Wall Monkeys in 2008. What inspired you to start this business and not something else? Um, well, at the time, I'm not sure if you're familiar, there's a company called Fathead that sells wall decals of professional athletes and things like that. And um, I, I didn't want to put a famous athlete like Derek Jeter or Alex Rodriguez on my wall. I wanted a wall decal of my own child um, playing baseball. And there was no one out there doing it. So I started to look around and um, took all the steps necessary and realized that, that I could create the company that does this and, and, and start, a, start a business where, where no, one, no one existed. Okay. And I read about you that you were a very good tennis player as a kid. And, you know, at 12, you decided you were not great. So it, you couldn't make it a career. At least you thought you couldn't make it a career. Uh, instead, you you chose your plan B, which is to be an entrepreneur, and, and you obviously managed to build a, a successful business with Wall Monkeys. But what are some of the characteristics that that helped you to become a successful entrepreneur? What what makes you what makes you a great entrepreneur as opposed to be somebody that's just trying to be? Um, you know, you can read a lot, but I think there's there's a part of being an entrepreneur that's just built into your DNA, which makes you different from being, say, just what I call a business owner, that that ability to 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 take risks and see the future and not be not be afraid to constantly try new things and adapt. Um, You also have to have the personality that likes to lead other people as your business grows. And, and, you know, you want your face out there. Um, Those are all characteristics that are that are really important. To, uh, to being an entrepreneur. And what about risk? Because, I mean, it's such a broad term. Uh, you know, there's too much, there's not enough. I mean, how do you know what's, what's the right amount of risk you can tolerate as, as an entrepreneur? Uh, how do you measure that? Um, you know, it, it depends on the decision that you're making. Um, m- most of the time, you know, there's so much information out there that you for you to do research, or for me, a lot of it is is following my gut. Um, you know, the, the truly huge decisions are, are kind of further apart. But but in general, if, if it feels right to me, I don't have a problem taking almost any risk. You know, I'm not going to risk my entire net worth in one decision. But um, I'm never afraid to take a risk if I feel that it's right. It's my own money. I know that I'll sleep well at night. And um, if it works out, great. And if it doesn't, um, I'm the only one to blame, and, and I'm fine with that. I like that that setup. Okay. Now, can you give us an idea of how Wall Monkeys works? You know, if I go to the website, uh, what do I do? Why do I go there? And, you know, what is Wall Monkeys? Okay, so thank you for asking that question. Um, Wall Monkeys sells removable wall decals, so they're basically um, stickers, but really high quality. They stick to virtually any surface. And when you remove them, they don't leave a mark. You can move them again and again. 
Um, on our site, we have over 20 million images. Everything's printed on demand. So when you place an order, we print that order just for you. We have images from National Geographic, Getty Images, Corbis. So we have everything from fine art to pictures of animals to nursery decals. Um, we also do lots of custom images for professional photographers, business logos, companies attending trade shows. So uh, really, anyone that has a wall is is potentially a customer. We have we have an image for, for you know any any use at all, any need. Okay, and how much, how difficult is it for people to get the idea of what the site is about and how to use it? Because, you know, this is not like buying a book or buying a pair of shoes online. You know, this is something that's a little bit different. Is it is it an uphill battle, or is it pretty pretty easy for people to to figure this out? Um, people are much more familiar with wall decals now. I mean, that's definitely a great question. Um, a year or two ago, I might have given you a different answer, but um, people do have a, have a pretty good idea about about the product and um, and the sizing, and we try to answer a lot of questions. On the description page, we also have images, you know, in-room views. So we, we try and put all the pieces in place for the customer to uh, feel confident and understand their their purchase. Okay. And do you have a recurring business? Uh, I mean, for me as a business owner, I own my own business for over 10 years too. And, you know, I love recurring revenue. Is this something that uh, that is important to you as a business? Do you, do you have recurring revenue? We do. Um, not, we're, we're actually working on the portions of our business that give us recurring revenue, which would be um, our business-to-business -business customers, the retailers that we sell to that, that change displays seasonally, companies that attend trade shows. Um, those types of customers are, are customers that we're focusing on much more heavily than the regular retail customer, which doesn't repeat nearly as often. And in terms of driving business to your website, what are what are your top strategies or, or tactics for that? Um, we put an awful lot of energy in the past few months, and it's going to continue on our blog. Um, a, a, a smart blog strategy, and um, you know, we also we use HubSpot to manage that. Works really well. Um, we have 20 million images, which creates lots and lots of web pages. So we spend a lot of effort creating um, the, the proper categories and subcategories and making sure that they're optimized to be found by Google. And then we also spend uh, quite a bit of money on Google Shopping and Google AdWords. Okay. Now, tell me, uh, you, you started back in 2008. Um, tell me some of the early challenges, let's say the first 12 months of, of being in business. Everything was a challenge. Um, I was in the shoe business. You know, I was entrepreneurial, but I knew nothing about printing. I knew nothing about graphic design. So um, every single thing I had to learn, uh, what equipment, I had to learn what printers, and then I had to test material and uh, find what materials worked best. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a time when, like, Shopify or Zencart was around. Um, we had to custom build a website, so I had to find someone to, to do that for us. Um, every single thing was literally every single thing was a challenge down to the packaging. Okay. Now, a big mistake that was a great learning experience for you. Can you can you what what comes to mind first? Um, my biggest mistake was 
thinking, assuming, you know, there was no one doing this business. And I, I knew it was a great idea that people wanted to put their kids on the wall playing sports. But at that time, the camera resolution wasn't very good. And the, the technology wasn't there. People weren't as tech savvy even to upload the images and like find their image on their camera or, or get it from the camera onto the computer. Um, we didn't sell nearly as much product because people weren't technologically ready for it, even if they wanted it. Um, that was a major assumption, something that I overlooked that uh, really cost us a lot of money. We didn't make much money the first two years. So what was it? Was it smartphones or, or just the Internet maturing in general? Yeah, what? it was a combination of, you know, the, the phones got better, the cameras got better. People were just online more like, you know, social media, like you didn't have that 40 something, 30 something mom wasn't really on the computer at all. And then as time went on, her phone got better. Her camera got better. She knew how to take the pictures off and upload them to our website. So it was just the maturation of um, and the, accept, you know, the acceptance of e-commerce, the maturation of people getting online. Um, it all just helped our business as time went on. It made things easier. Now, can you give us an idea about the size of your business in, in terms of you know, how many people work for you? Maybe, I mean, you talked about the number of images, but maybe the number of orders you produce, revenue, any, any of that you can share with me? Sure. We outsource things like IT and, and some other, other technical aspects. In-house, we have seven employees. Um, we ship you know, in the neighborhood of 3,000 plus packages a month. You know, um, at least 100 orders a day go out. They can vary anywhere from, you know, as cheap as 10 or $12 to, um, you know, corporate orders can be anywhere from five to $15,000. It just depends. Okay. And uh, can you share the revenue? Uh, I mean, I read an article on the Business News Daily um, about 2013 revenue. Um, is, is that okay to share here? If not, you know, let me know. It's out there. You can share it. Okay, so I I saw two million for 2013. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, and uh, and the business is growing still, right? The business is growing. Um, we we're about to introduce um, a couple new products, but one in particular that I think is really going to help revenue. So aside from everything being the the wall decal, the traditional wall decals, we're we're introducing. Um, a new product that I think is going to add a lot of revenue to our company pretty fast. Can you talk about that or you, or, or it's kind of a secret until you release it? Um, I could tell you, I think we're, we're further, far enough down the road. Um, we haven't put it, we haven't launched it yet, but we're about to launch a uh, removable wallpaper and we're printing on a material that no one else is printing on at this time. It's, it's thicker and higher quality than any of our competitors, and it's going to have the same characteristics as our wall decals, except it's, it's a thicker, more canvas-like material. It'll cover blemishes on the wall. It'll cover dark colors on the wall, and we're going to launch with probably about a thousand patterns that are all um, just just good quality patterns that the people are going to find attractive. It's going to be the the highest quality removable wallpaper you can purchase. Wow. It sounds like you could create a new room uh, pretty easily <laughs> on a regular basis for you with that. 
you can. You know, we we've tested our competitors' products, and they're they're thin and they're they're they are removable, but they're difficult to work with because they're so thin. And the time savings alone on installation with with our material is going to make it so attractive. Um, I mean, time is money, and you'll be able to hang an entire wall in 15, 20 minutes. You know, uh, based on what you've been telling me, it's kind of surprising how high-tech and how technology involved your business is. Can you talk about the learning curve involved with that? Because, I mean, to me, it sounds like, you know, an image, printer, and then you ship it. But, you know, it sounds, you know, a lot more complicated than that. Can you talk about that a little bit, how you learn about the technology, what it takes, how the testing, and, and some of that? Sure. I mean, everything, and again, it's part of being like this type A wound up entrepreneur. I mean, you just devour, you, you learn, learn, learn. You don't stop until you feel you know it. But when it came to the printers, you know, back back then, I hired someone who, worked with those machines. So he taught me. I mean, that's what you do. You hire somebody who's the best. Same thing with the website. But um, the technology side, we, we have a ton of technology. We have millions of images and we manage all of them. We can send them. We can pick and choose which images we send to our website, which ones we send to Amazon, which ones we send to Google Shopping. We could change prices, descriptions. Um, you know, we have a server and a custom program that that took you know thousands of hours of programming that allows us to make changes across hundreds of thousands and millions of images that that no one else can do to the best of my knowledge oh wow what is can you share maybe the greatest high that you have in business and and, and the greatest low and and the reason I want to talk about that is because being an entrepreneur is kind of a roller coaster ride, and for a lot of people it's very hard to deal with. Um, and maybe if you could talk about that, that would that would help our audience. Sure. I mean, there's always lows, you know, especially if you if you start a company or if you're an entrepreneur working solo, it can be very lonely. Um, when I started Wall Monkeys, I still had my shoe business, but I ended up closing the shoe business not long after, and I was running Wall Monkeys out of my basement. And um, aside from we we got an initial flurry when we started, but you know, we had one summer in particular, the orders were coming in very, very slow. And I didn't have enough, I didn't have my other business that I, you know, I used to go to every day. So I was making almost no money and I didn't have anyone to really talk about, talk, talk about the business with. Um, so it would have been very easy to get discouraged and give up, but I kept trying new things and trying to target different markets. Um, you know, and obviously things, things worked out because we're doing well right now. But um, to, to stick with it when it's tough is, is uh, a characteristic that you have to have. Like you, you can't give up unless you really feel that you picked the wrong business. Then that's a different story. Um, as far as highs go, I'd have to say it was probably not, not the Christmas that just passed, but the Christmas before that. So the Christmas of 2012, that was the first Christmas when we really had our explosive growth. And we had so many tubes, shipping tubes, so many orders going out the door one day that I just was just so filled with pride and joy that that many people loved what we were doing. That was that was like my moment that I said, you know, this is a real business like you're you're making real money. There's not a lot of people out there that are shipping this much stuff. Um, So uh, was that the point when you felt that you made it with wall monkeys? 
I think that Christmas was our tipping point. Our volume went from, you know, kind of a nice volume to, to numbers that um, were impressive, I think, no matter who you are looking at it. Have you ever considered giving up with Wall Monkeys? No, I never did. And someone had asked me uh, the same question, um, I don't know, a few weeks ago. And I, I think part of the reason was I didn't have a better idea, and I still so firmly believed that, that I was right. Even though I wasn't making money, I just felt in my gut that I was going to find the right angle for this business. And as long as I had that same feeling of, of confidence and knowing that I was, I was going to get it, it was just a matter of time, um, I, no, I never really thought about giving up. Okay. Now, what do you think is the biggest time waster for entrepreneurs, people that you see in business, either that are starting or that are running businesses? What do you think is, is it that, that is just a, a big waste of their time? Email. <laughs> Email. I think people keep, look at their email too often. I think people spend too much time on email. You know, somebody told me, and it's true, email is somebody else's agenda. It's not your agenda. You know, if you, if you have your list of the three most important things you're going to do today, that's never going to be in your inbox. Your inbox is somebody else's stuff. Um, I think people need to visit their email much less often and keep their replies much shorter. So what do you, what do, you do? Do you uh, look at your email just maybe once or twice a day or, or what is your – how do you do email? Um, even though it's probably not the best idea – I do usually attack my email in a burst, like first thing in the morning. I wake up really early. Usually I pour my coffee and try and eliminate as many as I can. Then I focus on my top three things for the day. Um, I, had a, I had a point that just slipped, slipped my head. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, one of the things that, that's really helped me was to figure out when I'm most productive, meaning if I need to write content or if I need to write a blog or whatever's going to require my most creative energy, I know that that time for me is, is in the morning. It's from like sometime between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. And once I hit about one or two o'clock in the afternoon, I can still work, but I'm not going to have that same level of productivity. Somebody else might be productive at night. I think it's really important for entrepreneurs to understand when they're most productive, get their, their best work done in those times, like embrace that, and then don't fight it when you're not in the zone. Okay. I want to talk about differentiating uh, businesses. You mentioned when you, you started out, there was pretty much no one that did what you do, but I wouldn't be surprised that you know since 2008, some other people figured it out that this is a good business. So how do you differentiate yourself from the others? Um, you know, online especially is, is very difficult because a lot of people just have a website to look at. Right. Um, well, our content, one, is is key. Um, I don't know of anyone else that has as many images and as many content partners as we do. And then the, the quality that we deliver, we print on a premium material that has a fabric in it. Other companies are printing on a vinyl that's cheaper. And our customer service and the way we cater to our customer, we try to do everything possible to make them feel special and let them know that the product is custom made for them and it's made in the USA. So it's, it's the selection, it's the quality, and it's the service. I think it's those three things put together that differentiate us. If somebody came to you, maybe somebody from your 
family or, or one of your best friends that had a job and looked at you and said, you know, you're very successful in your business. I want to become an entrepreneur. What would be the first thing that you would teach them? The first thing I would teach them, well, the first thing I would ask them is if they have any good ideas. I would make them write down every day 10 ideas until they come up with one that they're passionate about. And then I'd probably hand them several business books, entrepreneur books to, to read and just see and ask them questions and get a feel if they have, if they have the characteristics and the traits that are required. Because I, I do believe that a lot of things can be taught, but being a true entrepreneur, um, it's, it's like your personality. Either you have it or you don't. Okay. Where do you see Wall Monkeys in the next five years? Uh, what is, if you could draw Wall Monkeys as, as you really would want it to be as a business, what would it look like? Um, it would have the same print-on-demand business model. We would just have a much larger reach. Um, I envision our wallpaper line um, being larger than the wall decal business, which is actually the whole company right now. There would probably be a couple other new products launched across the way. Maybe we'd have half a dozen or eight products total providing the same top quality in every product that we offer with the same customer service and attention to detail. So it would be similar, just, just a larger organization with the same focus on quality. If, if you had a, a chance to talk to yourself back in 2008, just when you were starting Wall Monkeys, what would you say to yourself? <laughs> Get content. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, we started, we started the business and it was all custom. You had to upload an image, whether it was your business logo or a picture of your child. And people weren't fully ready for that. I should have, uh, I wish I would have started with, even if it was like simple clip art, little pictures of animals and things, any type of content that people could order as wall decals, that would have helped our revenue and um, I would have struggled for a shorter period of time. Okay. Uh, you mentioned uh, books as, uh, as a learning tool for uh, my earlier question. Can you give me maybe one or two books that you think are, were really beneficial for your business? Um. I think that book, books are beneficial for my personality. Um, I don't know, like specifically the business. Like when I was younger, I read The Millionaire Next Door, and I felt that that was really beneficial for me because about how to handle your money and how to be conservative. And I, I needed to be very conservative when I started Wall Monkeys. Um, a book that I read recently that uh, that that I think your listeners would enjoy is called Choose Yourself by James Altucher. Um, that's a fantastic book for for a budding entrepreneur. Yeah, I love uh, James' uh, uh, blog. I've been reading it for years. So, great. It, it's, he's, he's a great guy, I think. Now, as, who inspires you in business? Anyone that you look up to or you say, you know, this person has really got it together in business. And, you know, I'm not saying that you would like to emulate them, but someone that you, would, that you learned from. Um, geez, that's a really good question. Um, you know, um, what uh tony tony shea you have to admire i mean i've met him uh personality wise i don't think he's mr charismatic but um the way he runs that business is uh impossible to not admire and his focus on customer service and culture so uh him for sure and 
you know, I've never met him, but um, I read a lot about Richard Branson and the things that he does and the way he treats people and the way he enjoys and loves his life. Um, pretty much everything he does is admirable. Great. Do you have any last words of wisdom for someone that just wants to take their business to that next level or somebody just wants to start a business? Yeah. Um, well, for the person that wants to start the business, uh, what I always tell people is just do it like ready, aim, fire. Too many people talk about ideas and they aim, 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 and they have excuses or they have reasons why they can't do it today or next month or next six months. Um, the time's never perfect or your courage, like you need to just do it. Um, and then for the, for the people that are already running their businesses, it's something I try and do myself is step outside your comfort zone and push yourself, like t make a bigger investment, take an extra risk. Like you have to be uncomfortable to grow. So make yourself uncomfortable. How can people connect with you, Jason? They can email me. Jason at wallmonkeys.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, same name. Um, they could also um, follow me on Facebook if they wanted to, but uh, direct connect uh, email would be the best. So be sure to check out wallmonkeys.com. That's wallmonkeys. And Jason, I really, really appreciate uh, you taking the time. It was very, very educational, and, and I appreciate it. George, thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you.